Hello and welcome to yet another episode of the Open Podcast Podcast. We are Matthias and Wolfgang and we want to talk about the podcast ecosystem and what we learned this week. Oh wow, that's what that was really motivating. So what <laughs> are we talking about this week? It's a fascinating topic because we talk about vendor lock-in. It's one of ah, these... That sounds super boring. <laughs> well, it's something that you have to be aware of when you host a podcast. Because if not, podcast hosts can lock you in and you probably won't even know. So how difficult is it to switch a hosting platform? It shouldn't be that difficult, right? Well, in theory, it's possible, but there are some caveats. One thing that you have to remember when switching a podcast hoster is that you have to update the RSS feed in all of your platforms. That includes Google, Spotify, Apple, and maybe others that you might not know about. Some platforms offer the import of existing statistics, but it's not guaranteed. And we just recently talked with a podcaster because we are conducting interviews for our project to get to know about pain points in the podcast ecosystem and while publishing podcasts. And she used Wushka. Maybe you have heard about that. It was acquired by Spotify. And they are focusing now on enterprise customers or customers that have really big podcasts with more than 20,000 downloads per episode. And they just told their customers or clients, you can go to Anchor. If you don't have those download numbers, you can go to Anchor or you have to go to Anchor and you have to change the hosting platform. But what happens if you don't want to switch to another platform? I mean, you don't have the choice there, right? You you have to change to another platform or you host your own platform, like BotLove, for example, the open source tool. And what happens with your existing content if you don't switch? I think a lot of other platforms, they have importers so that you can at least import your mp3 files all the the previous episodes but for most platforms you don't have the possibility to export the statistics for example the analytics data and you lose that so all the historical data are lost that's definitely a huge downside so whenever you decide what hosting platform to use you should have a look is there a possibility to export the statistics for example because the mp3 data is is accessible anyways it's the rss feed but especially the statistics or other maybe hidden data there you should have definitely look is it possible to export in case i want to change the platform okay so that might be a problem with a platform that is closing down but what about the platforms that are flourishing are there also any caveats there yeah so we had a look into the terms of conditions or terms of services because one interviewee told us that there might be a problem with Anchor. And we had a look into that. And I can read you one part of the terms of conditions. And it's law lingo, so maybe it's a bit boring. But it's really critical what they write there. Because they say, if you accept terms of conditions, you hereby grant to us a non-exclusive license to use, edit, modify create derivative work, aggregate, reproduce, distribute, communicate to the public, make available, transmit, display, and perform the user content for the operation of Spotify, of the business, and also successors and affiliate businesses. So in theory, you give all the rights to them. And it even goes on. The license is worldwide, royalty-free, sub-licensable, through multiple tiers and transferable and granted for the maximum duration afforded under the underlying intellectual property rights. 
So literally everything. Wow, that's really bad because you literally give them the keys to your entire content. And since Anchor belongs to Spotify now, that means Spotify can use your content in any way they want, including selling it to third parties. They can also use your content to promote the service, which is a bit of a double-edged sword. On one hand, it's great that they are promoting the service, but on the other hand, they are using your content to do it at no additional cost to them. So again, when you accept terms of conditions, you should really read that because if you consider having a really cool podcast and it gets really popular, they still have access to all your content that you previously uploaded. They can use all the content. So whenever you sign the terms with the hosting platform, have a look what access or license you grant to them. And that's really critical. That's correct. Also think of monetization in the future because you no longer can give out exclusive licenses to other hosters because you already signed a contract with Anchor or Spotify. And that means even if they didn't contribute to the content creation in the first place, they can still monetize it however they want and collect royalties. Of course, we are, we are not lawyers, so it's just our interpretation of this text. So if that is critical for you, maybe you should also consult a lawyer to get the exact meaning of that. But for us, it definitely sounds like you're giving away everything. But you can read that. We will link it in the show notes, of course. But just as a counterexample, if you used our proxy, you could circumvent some of these problems. For example, if you changed your URL, the proxy would transparently route to the new endpoint and your clients won't see any change. So you just have to change the address in the proxy. And nowadays, as you have tons of platforms, they all crawl your RSS feed. They crawl the internet to get new RSS feeds. You even don't know where your RSS feed is stored, right? It's not just Spotify, Google, and Apple. It's also Pocket Casts, for example. It's still a big platform. And there are hundreds of smaller platforms. And whenever somebody submits your RSS feed to those platforms, you would have to inform them, hey, I have a new RSS feed. Otherwise, your old content lives somewhere out there still in those platforms and might be even no longer accessible. So users find your podcast, they try to play it, but they can't download the, the MP3 files because the host is no longer there. So that's really a, a problem. And if you have the proxy, which is always accessible via the same URL, you just have to change that in the proxy, even if you change the hosting platform behind the proxy. And then you're way more flexible. So the great thing about an open solution is that you can host it yourself. You have access to the data and you can decide what to do with it, including exporting it in a machine-readable format or importing it somewhere else in the future. But of course, legalese is probably not your first language. And this entire content was very dense. We get that. But it's also important to be aware of these limitations of some of the bigger players out there. We wanted to raise awareness today about the problems that we saw before starting Open Podcast, and we think some of them can be solved with open solutions. And we are not completely against all the hosting platforms. They are doing a great job. And if you don't have the technical knowledge to host your own service, which is also not that easy, it's a good way to start with hosting platforms. But whenever you use a hosting platform, have a deeper look into the license and what they can do with your content. That's just very important. But there are good solutions out there and not all the platforms ask for the same license. And with that, we say goodbye for this week. If you want to reach out, check out our GitHub 
at github.com slash openpodcast or reach out to us on Twitter at openpodcastdev. And if you are a podcast host, we would still like to talk to you about your setup and the issues you're currently facing. And it just takes a couple of minutes and it's an open chat. So feel free to contact us, send us a direct message on Twitter or email echo at openpodcast.dev. See you. See you next week.